What's up, everyone? This is the CFN Podcast. I am happy to have you guys here uh, today. I'm recording this morning before work, so uh, I had a little bit of time to go over my book, and I know it's something that some of you guys have been asking about, whether it was on Instagram, in person, whatever. So I hope this podcast covers everything it needs to. Um, But I think the cool part of today's episode is that I don't have an agenda. I don't have um, any sort of outline. I'm just going to kind of freeball this because I think that's the best way to do it, especially with a a project of this magnitude that's so close to home for me. Um, So I'm not going to follow any sort of outline today. It's just going to be me and you. Um, So the first thing I do want to go over, I have some bullet points written here just to make sure I somewhat uh, stay on task. So the book title, obviously it's called The First 25, all right? It's The First 25. The subtitle is A Memoir of Events That Occur in the First Quarter Century of Our Lives. And reason why I did it, you can see I'm not wasting any time here today, (laughs) but the reason why I did this and the reason why I named it this way is because probably four years ago, four or five years ago, um, I had just moved into a new house and I was kind of lost. Like I was finishing up college and there were a lot of things happening between uh, my business with CFN and jobs and internships. And I think I had a girlfriend at that time, um, but it didn't last long. (laughs) So, which I do go over in the book. All right, so you guys can feel my pain a little bit. But anyway, four or five years ago, I started journaling. And it just started out as a way for me to put things on paper. Not really, you know, coming home from work and being all pissed off and writing about my feelings and shit like that. Uh, That's not really how it started. It started out by just sitting down and thinking about, like, real events that have happened to me and kind of dealing with those emotions and feelings the way I choose to do it. So I started just to to write and they weren't really outlined in any sort of chapter form. I just kind of titled them and I would just go like I read back through some of the journals I had before kind of forming them into this book and it was just so sloppy It was one of the sloppiest things ever. I was like, what the frick is going on here? Um, I didn't know what to do because I knew there was more within these journal entries. I just didn't know what to do with it. So I kind of Googled, you know, ways to formulate your writing into like professional-ish stuff, right? And it's journaling. No No one really wants to take their journals and make it professional looking and make it nice. But for some reason I did. And then... The more I started Googling stuff, the more I started coming across ways to formulate journal entries into chapters and getting book ideas. And I thought, you know what? I was like, fuck it. We're just going to go for it. Um, So probably back in 2018 or 2019, I took these journal entries I had. I probably had two or three notebooks filled up by this point of just, you know, one subject notebooks, nothing crazy. But I think that's what, 150 pages? So there was a lot of stuff I cut out because the book itself is 270 pages right now. Um, 
so there was a lot of stuff I had to cut. There was a lot of chapters and journal entries I had to cut, not because I felt like I didn't want you guys to read them, but because I felt like it wasn't really appropriate to the message I wanted to send. They were more very, very deep personal things um, that it's not like I didn't feel they were appropriate to share with all of you, but they're just things that I kind of thought and I reread them and was like, you know what? I was like, this doesn't really tie in with any of the the perception and value that I'm trying to give here. This is more of me just putting my emotions on paper. So there was no way for me to really get those sort of entries into a book form. And I'm kind of happy I didn't do that because rereading them and now reading over my final draft of the book, I have it open right beside me here. Um, just looking at the table of contents, it is just amazing how different um, it turned out to be. And it's super exciting because it's all real. This is all real. So the journal entries I started doing, once I formulated them into like a book format, I was like, okay. So I made like this little table of contents and <laughs> it really didn't start out as much. Um, it was just kind of like my guide. And I moved all of the journal entries to one. So I ripped pages out, I stapled them together. I took another book and I filled that one out, but the blank notebook I had, I actually went in chronological order. So things that have happened, I started putting them in order, not just randomized. So that kind of helped me once I started putting it on two hooks, excuse me, I yawned. Um, once I started putting it into book format, it was a lot easier. And then I had just a bunch of crinkled up stapled papers together that I had to format into Google Docs. So, <laughs> but that's the, that's uh, how I did it. That's how it started. Um, and what I, what I started doing after that was, okay, you know, how do I get a book title? How do I get the subtitle? How do I think about those? And that was tough. It was really tough. But I tell, I kind of, well, first of all, let me say, I catch myself giving advice to like interns at work or uh, helping them through certain problems. But then when it comes time for me to do it, I don't take my own damn advice. <laughs> and I know I'm not the only one here. You might be laughing and thinking the same thing. But like I just had a conversation with an intern the other day about something very simple with strength and conditioning. And I looked at him, I was like, dude, I was like, don't overthink it. Just please don't overthink it. You have the answer because he started to say it. And he kind of looked at me and he goes, ah, you know, I don't know. And that's where emotion kind of clouds our judgment because we're thinking about impressing someone else rather than just focusing on the task that you know you can do. So when it came to my book title and subtitle, I was thinking of all these like intricate things and fun things and shit like that. And I was going to Barnes and Noble and looking at book titles and all that crap. And I kind of stood there in the store and I was like, what am I doing? I was like, this is dumb. And I kind of thought about it. I was like, I've written all of these journal entries and chapters based off of the time I was 13 or 14 years old. And I even date back to when I was younger in the book. But a lot of the messages start when I'm 13 and 14. And I kind of looked around at the memoir section and I was like, you know what? I was like, I'm just going to just keep it very, very simple. 
And so I kind of thought, all right, this takes place. I was like, I just turned 25 when I started putting this book together uh, after my birthday. And I had it all typed out and I started editing and stuff like that. I'm like, you know what? Why don't I just call this thing the first 25? Right? And because I kind of thought about it, I was like, how cool would it be to have a series of books? Like the first 25, the next 25, and hope, I mean... I don't want to write the last 25, <laughs> but it might be it might be a good book to read <laughs> in the future, but I really wanted to hone in on uh how we can kind of tackle certain perceptions and events and perspectives uh things like that in the first quarter century of our lives because we really don't take a chance to slow down and fucking think about uh what what's actually happening. Like, if you're 24, 25 years old listening right now, even 26 to 30, like, it doesn't matter. Like, how many times do we actually sit there and think about, wow, if I wouldn't have done this at 16 years old, I wouldn't be here right now. If I didn't move out after college at 21, you know, what would I be doing in my hometown right now? If I, you know, the list goes on. The list really goes on. And uh, there's a lot of different lessons like life's tough lessons that I give in this book that I learned along the way and I think it's super cool it's so fucking cool uh how this thing turned out because I know so many people are going to take value from it but I don't care because I'm I really made this book for that one person who's just going to actually put it into action and do something about it not just kind of read it to say oh well you know it was fine it was a good book whatever you know that's cool those readers are fine but I would rather someone take action from it. Um, so that's why I wrote this book. I don't really give a shit how many copies I sell, you know, anything like that, how much praise or sympathy I'll get from the, the more dark sections of the book um, that talk about mental health and, you know, physical and mental pain I've self-inflicted on myself over the years. Um, I don't really care for all that. I, I care about the person who, you know, will come up to me and say thank you, but also tell me like, hey, Chapter 10 really got me off my ass and, you know, I have a job interview tomorrow. Like, how cool is that? That's so much better than someone just shooting me a message on Instagram and saying, Hey, dude, great book. I enjoyed it. Like, okay. <laughs> nice. Uh, but that's that's what it's about. That's what it's a collection of. It's a collection of, you know, tough lessons we learned growing up. And it's based with the ages between you know, 12 or 13, all the way up to 25, even 30. I don't, I don't think there's really a generational cutoff with some of the messages I'm giving here. Um, and that's why I love it so much because, you know, my editor, she's older than me and she even took a lot from that book and she was able to, you know, uh, empathize with a lot of what's going on in that book. And she's been through her own shit and stuff like that. And it's just so cool to hear feedback like that. Not just, hey, great book. I enjoyed it. You know, like tell me how it gave you some sort of value, educated you, uh, how it perceived, you know, some of your previous thoughts. Like that's what I want to hear. Um, so if you're listening right now and you do read the book when it releases on August 1st on Amazon, and I'll say that probably three more times throughout this podcast, uh, let me know. Let me know. All right, that's why I wrote this for all of you. So, um, the next thing probably I'd say is is how 
we wrote the book. Like, what did we want to accomplish when it comes to the tone? Um, I really wanted the tone and the attitude of this book to just be as raw as fucking possible. Like, I really wanted it to be like me and you right now sitting in your car, sitting in the coffee shop, sitting there studying, sitting there, you know, doing whatever you're doing in silence right now and just talking to each other, right? Like, I just wanted to be across from one another, no uh, edits, no kind of, you know, maybe I shouldn't say this, like, no, fuck that, we're going to talk, we're going to sit down and talk, and I'm going to engage you, and it's going to be fun, and it's going to make you think, because I'm going to ask you questions, and they're kind of like these open-ended kind of think-for-it-yourself questions, and I think... uh, it's going to mess with you a little bit, and I'm so excited. I'm, I'm sure you can tell I'm smiling right now while I'm telling you, um, but that's one of the best parts about it, and I wasn't into the whole pleasing everyone sort of tone that would have left a ton of emotion, uh, attitude, like some of my swearing. Like You guys that know me, I'm a hockey player. Like I, I just swear. I've sworn on this podcast already probably five times, and it's only been 13 minutes, 15 minutes, something like that. but that's what the book is like I'm not holding anything back because I don't care I don't care um you know I don't give a shit if Stephanie messages me on Facebook or Instagram whoever it may be and say oh you know what I think there's a little too much swearing in there oh you know what I think you you didn't you explain this a little too dark I think there was a little too much emotion there okay go write your own book like <laughs> I don't care. Um, I think it's cool because as I was writing this book, I realized I'm I'm not scared of myself anymore. I'm not scared of what I'm capable of. I'm not scared of the the good I can do, but I'm also not scared of the bad I can do as well. Which 99.9% of the time it's not going to come out. And a lot of you that know me personally, you've never seen it, right? And I'm very patient, and I can hold in a lot, but this book you will find out a lot of darkness that you know I deal with and a lot of you probably deal with and you just hold it in because at the end of the day you know we put that fake smile on we treat people nice we're respectful courteous you know it doesn't matter what we have going in our lives if you work in a service industry or something like that you know you got to bring it Um, and I talk about that in the book so I'm excited for you guys not only to hopefully empathize with some darkness that I deal with as well, but maybe shed light on your own and make you more confident to maybe have conversations with people about it. Cause I sure did. And it helped me with this book. So it's nice now not being afraid of myself. So, um, yeah. And one, honestly, one of the coolest things in my opinion is how the tone and perception change as I age through the book itself. Um, it's very unique and that's what I wanted and that's what my editor and I accomplished and I'm super grateful for that. It's really, really cool. One of my beta readers told me that, you know, this book is kind of like the show Friends and it progresses how they get older and how they think differently and how they, you know, perceive things differently and value different things now. And I thought that was the coolest feedback I could ever get. I could ever get. It was actually my cousin's fiance um, and she, she's awesome. So I'm super grateful for her feedback if she's listening right now. Uh, But it was so cool how she worded that. And I tried to sneak that somewhere in the book, (laughs) but I couldn't do it. So sorry, Christina. But uh, 
Yeah, I, I, I think the, the tone of how I change my thoughts and how I change my decision making, that's what I wanted. And that's what we accomplished. And it's so cool. It's so cool um, because that's the point of the book. The point of the book is for me to get older and mature in my thinking and decision making as the chapters go on. Even though each story is completely different, it still falls in chronological order with me growing up. So it's, it's pretty awesome how the tone will change. And she wasn't the only one that mentioned that, but she was the best one or she was the one that gave the best feedback. So I'm just I'm super grateful for everyone, honestly, in this book. Um, there's going to be a lot that people may question. Um, I know that going in. I knew that going in when I made it. I know it's not going to please everyone. But at the end of the day, you know, I'm, I'm just, I'm so excited for you guys to read this. I'm so excited. But it is going to be on Amazon August 1st. There will be an ebook version and a paperback version. Um, I do want to thank my editor, Tracy. She is the absolute best. She is the best. Uh, probably an, an even better human being. That's why I definitely wanted her to, to edit this book and I wanted her to tackle this project because she knows me personally and uh, I knew she would understand my tone and what I wanted. And that's what we did. We just went out and did the damn thing. So uh, thank you, Tracy. And Courtney making my book covers for all of the ebook paperback and hardback. Um, you're awesome. You're a rock star. I couldn't have done this without you either. And I'm so grateful for both of you guys. So I just wanted to make that known on this podcast that it, it wasn't a single effort. And I also want to thank Cam. Um, he took the picture for the front book cover. Uh, I asked him, you know, what I wanted, the, the kind of tone that I wanted to have in the book cover. And he, he did it. He got it. He got it right on point, and he always does, and I'm super grateful for him as well. So, Cam, thank you, my man. Um, yeah, I, I just couldn't have done it without you three, honestly. So that's pretty much uh, the premise behind the book, guys. I know we're running on about 20 minutes here, so I honestly just want to go over the table of contents with you guys real quick. I'm not going to give anything away. Of course not. I'm not going to do that. But... I do want to run through, so I'm looking at it right now, and I can tell you guys, just from looking at this, chapters one, two, one and two, uh, pretty much take you from the time I was a small kid until the time I graduate high school. Um, chapter three, four, five, and six, those are all college years, uh, business years, dating um, some demons I create with, uh, some past employers, um, and a nice message to some people I, I really care about. So that's chapters three, four, five, and six. Now chapters seven, I should just say chapter seven. That's right after I graduate. Um, the, what am I doing kind of chapter and it's not about me not being able to find a job or anything like that. It's when the, the pandemic first uh, started in early 2020 and kind of trying to find ways to give back to Slippery Rock. So um, chapter eight, that's kind of a mix of everything in my life 
uh, but it does lead into chapter nine. Chapter nine is also kind of a, a cultivation of everything from 18 to right now, but it's a very specific subject. So it's not like the story's going backwards. Um, chapter 10, we pick up where we kind of left off from chapter seven. Uh, that's another occurrence during the pandemic. And then from chapter 10, we go into chapter 11 and 12, which explain everything about me going to South Carolina, everything that happened, literally every fucking detail. Uh, I did not want to leave anything out. So I think chapter 11 is like 40 pages long. No, 30. <laughs> but yeah, I'm not leaving anything out. Uh, chapter three, I'm just going to skip back real quick. Chapter three is 40 pages long. It is 40 pages. I am not leaving anything out in this damn book. Everything's just getting put on the table. I don't even care. So, uh, all right, skip back forward to chapter 11 um, and 12. That covers everything from moving to South Carolina to coming home. And then 13 is transitioning back into PA life and reflecting. And then chapter 14, uh, Motley fucking crew. I, this is my favorite chapter. It's it's the darkest chapter uh, by far. It's it's graphic, um, but at the same time, it gives a lot of great value to uh, to end the book. And then we have acknowledgments at the end. So some of you guys that that really stuck around, some of you personal people listening right now that really stuck around in the trenches with me over the years, um, you're going to be celebrated. And everyone listening to this podcast right now or has bought any piece of merchandise or supported me in any way in college with CFN stuff, uh, you guys all are in there too. You, you know, all of you supporters. So I never forget you no matter how far and few in between I make these podcasts. <laughs> um, I never forget you ever. So you guys will be celebrated in that as well. Just kind of a broad overview uh, or a broad thank you, I should say. So that's the premise of the book. I really can't give anything else other than that um, because I just want you to read it. Just read it. You know, I know we're on our phones. Just fucking read a book, okay? Um, and it's funny. You know, I engage you. It's funny. It, it's, it's just a great time. It's a good book, but it's not some bubbly motivational bullshit. Uh, it's just real, real events. So I'm super excited. That's all I have for you guys today. Like I said, no outline, no nothing. It was just you and I just talking, all right? So that's my book, August 1st, Amazon. You'll be able to buy it, all right? I'm super excited. I can't wait. I hope you enjoy it. And uh, I'll probably try to plan some sort of book signing maybe a month or two after the book releases. But I, I just, I'm so grateful. So thank you to all of you listening right now. And... A thank you in advance in case you do buy the book. If you're out of state, please mail it to me and I will pay for shipping and I will mail it back to you signed. Um, that's a promise. So we'll make it work. That's all I got. Enjoy the rest of your day. I hope you buy the book. I hope you read it. I hope you provide some feedback. Maybe leave a review on Amazon and I will see you guys on the next episode whenever that is. All right. Have a great day.